Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so Haikia feels like the last four or so years in the anime and manga space, the Bleach anime, manga, and franchise in general has had a major renaissance of interest, of releases regarding products, and just in general, an uprise of everything Bleach-related. Because this piece of news right here, I ain't gonna lie, I'm massively excited to talk about because, yeah, even though we do get these seasons and we've been getting them each and every year for the last couple of years of the thousand year blood war which by no means am i downplaying that because that's such a huge and historic moment for anime and manga fans that love bleach at the end of the day after waiting from 2012 on all the way till 2020 what was it 2021 2022 yeah it's been a long run pretty much 10 years waiting for bleach to come back yeah huge milestone however when we get extra pieces of news extra things that are happening for the franchise that's where it's like all right i'm i'm super here for it fam let's do it because we got some bleach related news Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, and so much more in this episode of Whatever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime manga related, and we don't bore you, we get into it, let's do it! This is for my day ones, gotta be clear, still moving on baby, but I wish you was here, still moving on baby, but I gotta get there. And before we continue, if you would hit that subscribe button and that bell, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also check out my album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt, out now. And yes, people... Bleach news here, and it's looking very interesting. Like, like I said, we've been getting new seasons each and every year for the last couple years of the Thousand Year Blood War that will ideally be adapting the entirety of that arc in the manga, which... And fans have been wanting it, so heck yeah, we out here, you know what I'm saying? I think it was just at Jump Festa, they released a trailer, a new trailer for the upcoming season. I think it's part three, technically. They're parts, not seasons, whatever you want to call it, for Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War. So, you know, we're, we're, we're continuing on a good pace, although... I would like a little bit of update on that, you know, sequel, Breaths from Hell, No Breaths from Hell, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of gas. But this news right here, it seems as though something big is about to go down for Bleach. Because according to this, new Bleach trademark has been filed. Bleach is keeping fans on their toes these days. If you did not know, the series is back in action on TV thanks to its latest series. While we wait on Bleach Thousand Year Blood War to come back with new episodes for part 3, a new update has piqued our curiosity. A new trademark for Bleach has been filed and it has the entire fandom standing at attention. For those who don't know, Shueisha has filed a new trademark for Bleach and the paperwork first showed up in Europe. The trademark application pertains to Bleach Rebirth of Souls. At this time, we have little info on what this trademark is about, but fans are hoping for a console game that might be in the future. And before we even continue, Bleach Rebirth 
of souls that definitely sounds like some sort of game and before again we continue i just want to say hopefully it's not another mobile game i mean brave souls for me is the epitome of mobile gaming i've had so much fun i spent way too much time on bleach brave souls and in general considering bleach has been very much so an absentee on console gaming despite the fact that bleach has sold over 100 million copies of the manga worldwide it was a smash phenomenon and with the return of the thousand and blood war it showed that yeah People still are very much so invested in the Bleach franchise, so why not give it a console game? If we've gotten a new Dragon Ball game every other couple of years, we got a new Naruto game, we've gotten a million games of all of these other IP, Bleach would easily fly off the shelves if you make a game, a good game at that let's be very clear because we know what kobandai been you know i'm saying these arena fighters is getting a little tiresome but yeah before we continue like i said i i hope that this is leaning more towards a console game if it is indeed a game because for all we know this could be an original film maybe they have a film planned for the end of this whole situation and they're trademarking the name of it now but after all, the trademark is specially geared for a nice classification. Trademarks approved for this section range widely from PC games to console titles and even mobile apps. Okay, so this is definitely some sort of game. Recently, projects like Dragon Ball Sparking Zero and One Piece Odyssey have been given trademarks using this class. But in the same breath, the same can be said for mobile games like Black Clover Phantom Knights. So, yeah, the ball right now is in the court of video games. It's just a matter of what type. I'm going to be honest with you. Again, there's still more to this, but if it is is not a console game if it is a mobile game massive massive disappointment like yo i i love brave souls and they have a couple of other cool games i think i can remember a one i think i did like a video on it a long time ago but yeah no we don't want no dang mo mobile game you know what i'm saying we, we just got the black clover mobile game as well and that's pretty cool like i i don't need another mobile game right now i need a bleach console game i need something that we haven't had since soul resurrection bleach soul resurrection came out for what the ps3 back in like 2011 we need a new console game all right of course, Bleach is no stranger to either mobile games or console titles. These days, Bleach has a number of apps available for fans, but it has been a hot minute since Ichigo appeared on consoles. Given the return of Bleach's anime, many fans have been begging for a console comeback, so here's to hoping Ichigo has heard those prayers. For now, we'll have to wait and see how Bleach Rebirth of Souls plays out. In the meantime, yada yada, you can check out the anime and the manga and all of that good stuff and... Yeah, it was reported on multiple different places about this trademark, and it kind of has fans going wild and hopes of a console game. And again, I'm going to stress that this should ideally be a console game. Like, if this isn't a console game, hands down, I don't ever see Bleach getting another console game ever again. And I say that because we're already approaching core three of the Bleach Thousand Year Blood War anime. The Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to be 51-ish episodes. I can't remember the exact count, but it's in the ballpark of like 50 to 52 episodes, somewhere around there, right? So if we're already on core three, there's probably only going to be one or two more cores left. If they're trademarking this now, obviously we don't know uh, what development cycle or what part of the development process is this game at at this current time but they're going to want to ideally capitalize on the popularity of the bleach thousand and blood war anime like that's a big deal you have an anime out right now that everybody is going crazy about you drop a video game and voila everybody's gonna go buy it and especially you have a you know decent amount of time still until the anime finishes its run like you got a new season coming out 
I'm, I'm gonna assume maybe like summerish time somewhere anywhere from spring to fall we'll get the next season of bleach algae and blood war and then again probably one more core my math right now is not serving me well at all but ideally possibly one more core after that so you got about a year and some change year and a half to or more to get this game out to the people while again the the franchise is hot we're in an era right now where they always want to capitalize on something i mean that's probably the main reason why we're getting the latest jujutsu kaisen what is it curse clash game that doesn't look that great thankfully one of the good things to look forward to and be optimistic about this potential bleach console game is the fact that bleach has been under their trademark and under the rights of sega for a long time which has kind of hindered it in a way and honestly i believe that's one of the reasons why we haven't had many console games maybe the deal that they made back in the day just wasn't really lucrative for shueisha and whatnot but i say all that to say that there's a high probability that whatever game is being made, if it's for consoles, will probably not be handled by Namco Bandai. And shout out to Namco Bandai because, hey, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for them, we'd have no, you know, major games for Naruto and Dragon Ball and all these other titles. But they've dropped the ball in several occasions over the last, I don't even know, handful of years or more on, again, spamming out these, you know, arena fighters that nobody wants. You know, the One Punch Man game, was it Namco Bandai that did that one? There's just been so many bad games. So if this is, again, if Bleach is still under the Sega name, then chances are another studio outside of Namco Bandai would handle this game, which gives us a little bit of a better chance at getting something else. Like, I mean, I'd be fine with another Musou game. Bleach Soul Resurrection was freaking amazing and shout outs to the original japanese name soul ignition i love that one but you know soul resurrection was awesome i'd be down for another muso game aka uh you know beat em up type of situation i'd be down for something like dragon ball you know that that classic and real true to blue fighter type of game like you make something like that for bleach you have a game that's going to last a really long time because those games they make tournaments the community is very strong and all of that good jazz a game like that would last a really long time other than that an adventure game would be fire as well well, I'd be down for it. Just make something dope. I, I'd love a creative type of deal other than going in the same direction that every anime game has been going. Arena Fighter. Are no more Arena Fighters! And I sound like a spoiled kid because on top of all that, I'm saying not only do I not want an Arena Fighter, but I also don't want a freaking mobile game. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Am I being... Let me know. Am I asking for too much for just wanting a console game that is not an Arena Fighter and potentially ideally not by Namco Bandai. Shout out to Namco Bandai. I'm not trying to shut it I'm just saying that we want something different. Think outside the box, mate. But yeah, big Bleach news. Trademark incoming. Potentially new video game. Ideally for consoles. Might be happening. And again, I'm going to assume that it will release somewhere in the ballpark of a year to a year and a half. If it is indeed happening. Let's just hope for the best. Hope it's a console game and hope that it's not mumbo jumbo. Shout outs to Taite Kubo. I just wanted to show off my cool mug. But moving forward, Jujutsu Kaisen fans, we got a couple of pieces of Jujutsu Kaisen news. In case you do not know, season two of the Jujutsu Kaisen anime has recently wrapped itself up and it's been quite a ride. Now, I'm not all the way caught up, but yeah, every single week my timelines have been filled with people going nuts about the Jujutsu Kaisen anime with season two, all of the chaos and carnage that happened in the Shibuya incident arc. Like, yo, that is an arc that has been highly anticipated by fans ever since they read the manga, you know, quite a few years ago now at this point. So yeah, it, it really rocked home for not only manga readers, but also people that are anime only because the content was pretty freaking good. Jujutsu Kaisen anime in general has been on 
on fire. The IP has been on fire. The last notice that we got from Gega Akutami, the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen as of recent at Jump Festa, was that chances are by next December, Jujutsu Kaisen's manga will be over with. So there's a lot to take in about the franchise right now. It might be over at the very least on the manga side of things within the next year. Although, to be fair, Gega Akutami has said that a couple of times now that the manga is ending and... Yeah, I don't know. Gega Akutami and Koehe Horikoshi, creator of My Hero Academia, keep on with the same narrative. I'd imagine they probably want to walk away, and there's multiple variables that keep them around. Like, hey, Shonen Jump be like, yeah, dog! Big, big bag! Bigu bagu desu! If you write more chapters! That's probably at play, and also in general, they probably are very necessary to Shonen Jump and holding the magazine up right now considering they haven't had a major hit since roughly like the Jujutsu Kaisen Chainsaw Man era so yeah Jujutsu Kaisen will be around for a while and I say all that to say that some pretty awesome news for the anime the franchise let's read some of these articles because for starters Jujutsu Kaisen anime gets sequel adapting the culling game arc the official website for the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen's anime announced on Friday that the anime will get a sequel adapting the manga's culling game, Shimetsu Kaiyu arc. Mappa will continue to produce the anime. The website streamed an announcement video. Yeah, they showed like a little snippet of it. And I could only imagine, you know, especially if I was a fly in the wall, I bet this is damn near identical to what actually happened. When the higher-ups of Mappa Studios came into the animator rooms and was like, yo dog, guess what? More Jujutsu Kaisen anime. I get to draw more. Ain't that great? The animators probably responded with, I can't do this anymore. Just take me away. I can't. Something in that ballpark. Because in case you don't know, Mappa Studios, despite the fact that they are, you know, one of the biggest studios out and around right now, they are responsible for the Attack on Titan Final Seasons anime, the last season of Finland Saga, Chainsaw Man, and so many other titles, Hell's Paradise. They haven't been, and they've been accused, as a matter of fact, of not treating their animators properly by any means you know when they first started up i remember it was around the time the chainsaw man anime was announced they bought this giant building and created this compound where animators could essentially live there and just animate and spend all their days animating in these rooms and whatnot so mappa studios have definitely come under fire a lot recently i remember again it was like maybe a month or two ago that some of the animators were speaking out saying enough is enough they're making us sign nda so that we don't speak out this is ridiculous so yeah i always like to throw in the you know other side of things like yes it is extremely exciting you know we all love Jujutsu Kaisen we're excited for the anime however poor animators when they heard that news they probably were not happy they were probably like we thought we was done and you're putting us right back it's like we're never leaving this hellhole no not good not good but also while we're on the topic of Jujutsu Kaisen season 2 apparently the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen Gega Akutami has broken their silence on the finale of season 2 I'm imagining there may or may not be spoilers here so you've been warned Kaisen made an epic comeback earlier this year and season 2 has just wrapped itself up the show ended its take on the Shibuya incident arc and of of course that means all eyes are on yuji although mm, i don't know I, I wouldn't say all eyes are on yuji though a lot of people are still thinking about gojo you know what i'm saying gojo is more like the all eyes on me gojo's like tupac you know what i'm saying all eyes on me the hero is ringing out 2023 in style and he's all the fandom can talk about so of course 
We're all ears now that the series creator Gege Akutami has broken their silence on the finale. The update comes from Gege directly in the wake of Jujutsu Kaisen's latest finale. The update was shared by Mappa Studios and the artist makes it clear that this year was made all the more special because of the Jujutsu Kaisen anime. I mean... That's facts. It's been a special six months. I feel like I was receiving a gift every week. Thank you so much for all your hard work. I will do my best on the manga as well. Which, you know, that's kind of par for the course. I wish she would have said something like, Yo, animators, y'all good? <laughs> y'all okay out there in the freaking dungeons of Mapo Studio? Like, y'all need anything? Like, yeah, it's getting critical out there. Of course, anime fans feel similarly about Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. As the Shibuya incident arc began, headlines arose questioning Mapo Studio's production schedule. There you go. A number of animators blew the whistle on the anime's impressively awful schedule behind the scenes, but that did not stop the artists from doing their all because Mappa Studio had them damn near at gunpoint. Like, you, you said something? Yo, you, you good? Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to draw more? Oh, that's what we like. Yeah. In order to meet the expectations of fans, the Jujutsu Kaisen animation team went above everything asked each week. So, if there's anyone to thank for the show's reputation, it is the so underappreciated animators. That is major, major facts. Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 may be done, but the anime's far from over. Mappa Studios already announced, of course, Season 3 is in the works. So, if you want to check it out, yeah, it, it's out there. And I got to stress again that this is great news. We're going into the Culling Games arc, which the manga has been knee-deep in for, I want to say, what, about like two, three years now? It's been quite a few years we've been in the Culling Games. Now that I think about it, it's been rocking out. And it's a really fantastic arc. A lot of action, which more than likely means that the, you know what I'm saying? Because Shibuya had action, right? There was a lot of craziness. Gojo and the train station. All sorts of insanity has went down in season 2 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Season 3 is just straight up like battles. Non-stop battles. Season 3 demonstrates exactly why, or it will demonstrate exactly why Jujutsu Kaisen is a battle series. Because it's just fights upon fights upon fights. Which more than likely means, again, Mappa Studios employees are going to be strapped to their chairs, to their easels, and drawing their life away. So, I just gotta that my heart goes out to those animators i understand what it feels like to be stuck in a situation and feeling like oh man it feels hopeless but that's something i guess you know it's good that we spread the knowledge of this that like because there's people that are out there right now somebody that might be watching this very episode that are thinking yo i want to be an animator someday i can tell you right now if you want to be an animator at the very least for anime per se Good luck in terms of, you know, making a, a decent living because they get paid, you know, pennies on the dollars. A lot of the animators don't even make a thousand bucks a month despite working 60, 80 hour weeks, sometimes even more than that. So, yeah, just know what you're getting yourself into if you ever did decide to do that because also they've been hiring a lot of overseas animators to complete certain scenes for anime uh, in the last few years, especially it's become more rampant. Obviously, it's a little bit different because you're not in the dungeons of Mappa Studios' warehouse or whatnot, but still there's a lot that goes into being an animator and their scheduling is absolutely ridiculously ludicrous and that's the reason why you're able to get some of the incredibly crazy high quality art and animation that you have received from season two of Jujutsu Kaisen and all the other stuff that Mappa delivers because they're slaving their animators that's not cool at all and it should be spoken about any chance you get whenever you're speaking about stuff like this because it's inhumane and it's wrong and i get it some people might come out with the you know retort of saying like yo but they they, they signed up for this it's not like the dog if you sign up for something and you think it's going to be one thing like yo dog i'm gonna go oh they're gonna give me room and board on top of that and i'm gonna be paid so you know this, this is gonna be 
they sometimes don't understand what they're getting themselves into and their passion is usually what drives them you know the passion of like oh but i love this man i'll probably never get an opportunity to work for a prestigious studio like mappa again and maybe i could rise up the ranks to be director there's a lot that comes with that and yeah my hat's off to all of the animators and all of the staff in general at mappa studios we've seen stuff like the director of attack on titan although some people tried to retort that no it's not because of no homie had giant bags under his eyes which i can imagine is due to lack of sleep sleep deprivation so yeah Jujutsu Kaisen season three is on its way but at the cost of a lot of people's health moving forward we got a few different pieces of news regarding one piece yo with this being the last episode of Forever news of the year of 2023 I just gotta say one time like yo Salute to One Piece in this year. You would never think in a million years the series has been out since 1997 would be doing the things that One Piece has done in 2023. Having successful live action series. like People don't understand what that really means and how much of an accomplishment that really is. I get it. Some people, they don't like live action, so they don't care no matter what. They don't like live action adaptations of anime manga, so they're not going to give it. It's just dudes. But we literally have come from... People just saying that there's no point of live action adaptations because it's always garbage. So for one to come out, that being one of the most popular on top of that, one of the most popular manga of all time, period, the most selling or whatnot. For that to come out and break the curse of live action adaptations always being terrible or whatnot, that is a major feat. Not to mention the anime having some of its best art and animation, the story getting crazier, the success of Film Red leading from 2022. Like, there's just been so much with One Piece. Oda has really just been blessing the world and at the same time he's been blessed with incredible success so just got to preface this story with saying that one piece has rocked the world throughout 2023 and i can only imagine what they got in store for us next year but for starters let's see here we have oda said merry christmas i just drew the poster for glay 30 years ago karaoke was popular and i was such a fan that i sang glay songs all the time i want to tell my high school staff that i can draw their key visuals in the future i'm a big fan of pokemon go like teru-san so oda did some wow i ain't gonna lie the art looks so cool there is that let's see i'm assuming that's like the band members but drawn in the style like the straw hats like one dude looks like sanji one dude looks like luffy uh pretty cool stuff oda you know his art is always awesome uh then also oda said i usually don't mention this because my fans may be disappointed but some important plots were not planned well in advance that's big it'd be more amazing if retcon plots miraculously end up working well I wonder how Oda would have wrapped up Marine Ford without Shanks. BB being princess, Shanks appearing in Marine Ford. Oh, okay, so this is, I'm imagining, a list of all the things that he did not plan and just kind of connected at the last second. Ace being Roger's son, that's crazy. Lucci being a villain. Drum Rock Mountain looking like a cherry blossom tree. Yeah, that's not the biggest deal. Although that's cool, I guess, but yeah. Uh, Doflamingo and Corazon having blood relationship. That's a good one. Shichibukai appearing in the manga. One Piece was originally supposed to be a story to fight Yonko, not Shichibukai. Great way to extend the story. Supernova still surviving a new world. Oda thought about half of them would have dropped out already. That, that was big. And I mean, look at their contributions to Wano. Law being an important character. Oda thought Kid would become an important character though. Yeah. I always thought like Kid had the most sickest design. I was shocked when like Law really became the front runner. And you know, when he first showed up in New World against Smoker and all that it was crazy. But salute to Kid. He never got his just dues. It was, yeah, Oda be playing him. Uh, Editor was against the idea of killing Ace and Marine Ford. Of course, they, they always are. Oda already had a plan that Kumo would break up Straw Hats later when he was introduced. So Oda did plan that out but 
uh yeah that's kind of crazy that some of this was not like shanks appearing in marine four that was like one of the biggest moments that drove everyone nuts ace being roger's son like how did you not have that i don't know but uh oda on some goda stuff and i'm shocked that he actually would even reveal any of this considering the fact that yeah a lot of fans are very much so under the illusion that you know in 1997 every single chapter every word everything that is going on in one piece right now oda thought about it and it's all coming to light now but he made it all happen and i like no okay a lot of the times this is how a lot of authors work they will be like wait a minute remember what i did back in chapter 30 and we're on chapter like 500 now like yo what if we connect that to this and show that like that was for like that's how authors make it you know connect with all of these plot points down the road it's just a different type of storytelling so yeah it's nothing to you know bash oda for or anything like that it's way authors move it's just that he's like taking off the smoke and mirrors of like oda he planned it all 20 30 years like no he he's been making up some of this stuff as it goes along like every other creative out there and then apparently there was a little bit of controversy over here with one piece with oda doing something because one piece creator hodo oda used ai to create controversial song and i remember oda recently i want to say maybe about a year back he used ai to create a one piece chapter so oda's really getting into the you know spin of wanting to utilize ai who knows maybe soon enough he'll stop drawing the manga and make ai do it all or certain portions of the story or certain portions of the backgrounds or something like that i wouldn't be surprised one piece has had one of his biggest years to date in 2023 with the anime bringing the war for wano to an end and netflix releasing the first season of the live action the shonen franchise is sitting on top of the world top of the world top of the world unfortunately a song that was created by the man responsible for the strive pirates hiro oda has become controversial thanks to its origins oda used artificial intelligence to create a new song for the grand line causing many fans to raise an eyebrow at the move artificial intelligence just became controversial in the anime world but the pop culture realm as a whole earlier this year fans took umbrage with the creation of marvel's secret invasion tv series using ai to create its opening ai has been finding several ways into the medium with one such entry becoming quite controversial thanks to a partnership between netflix and wit studio a new anime project titled dog and boy will be released on the streaming service with wit and netflix using artificial intelligence to help bring the series to life here's how how the platform describes the project a short movie of the joint project animation dog and boy by netflix anime creators based technology developer rena inc and wit studio as an experimental effort to help the anime industry which has a labor shortage we used image generation technology for the background images of all three minute video cuts now i will say that for me personally and i can't speak for everybody else but me personally i'm a little bit more forgiving on utilizing ai for backgrounds because one backgrounds especially if you want a really detailed crazy off the wall background i can only imagine the time it takes like it takes a lot of time already to just draw one character in a scene to create a uh, you know an insane looking background that's a whole other animal that that's probably one of the main reasons why uh bleach creator taite kubo if you look at the bleach manga oftentimes it's not you know filled with details in the backgrounds because it takes a lot of time and usually kubo would take that time to make his character designs look absolutely off the chain detailed so utilizing them i understand some people might be super against ai in general and i get it like yo terminator matrix i get all that stuff but ultimately i feel like for backgrounds 
I'm a little bit more accepting of it. I know there's probably a community of background artists out there that are like, oh, you piece of crap, shut up. You don't know how much we, you know, this is our thing. Uh, inevitably, a lot of different things are going to be taken over by AI at some given point. Unless we get regulation, unless we get legislation to move fast, like legislation is still dealing with the existence of social media, let alone getting to AI. Unless we get to those points and like very quickly, AI is going to be the standard for a lot of these positions. So I'm not, you know what I'm saying, going to be as upset about backgrounds when it's like, Yo, once we start getting full-on productions are straight-up AI, that's when it's time to be like, yo, this is bad. We've advanced to a terrible place. What's going on here? But for now, backgrounds aren't that bad for me personally. It's Eichiro Oda and Hot Water. Oda himself created the song Yo Ho Ho We Pirates and shared it with the world. The song itself won't be used in any official capacity for One Piece, but it still had some fans' hair stand on edge thanks to the controversial place that artificial intelligence has in the entertainment world. This isn't the first time Oda dabbled in the world of artificial intelligence. As late last year, the One Piece creator used AI on an independent art project. Drawing a new take on the series villain, Rob Lucci, the Mayaka used AI to reimagine his drawing in a different style. And like I said, he also made a fake one piece script of like a chapter or whatnot utilizing ai as well who knows maybe oda's already been using ai in the manga and nobody's caught wind of it like that's not that far-fetched i know that a lot of tools that you think like aren't quite there yet for oda to be utilizing to creating these things like it's not possible trust me like just because us mere mortals don't have the tools that you know can exactly make a manga panel with characters and backgrounds perfectly or whatnot doesn't mean the god tier people like oda don't have access to press a couple of buttons write some stuff and a full-on detailed luffy versus blah 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 appears i mean there is already ai software that can create straight up like goku fighting luffy with you know some pretty awesome detail imagine having a straight up refined version of that that can yeah so who knows maybe one of the chapters of one piece has slipped by us without us knowing that oh that was made using AI or, oh, that background, like, Oda's probably already slid it by and we just ain't catch it. Again, to break the illusion of anime and manga fans, yes, authors be doing that. In particular, there's a few authors that I've suspected of that for quite some time at the very least. Again, utilizing backgrounds that I'd be like, there's no way possible in like a week, a couple of weeks even, that every single page has the most detailed backgrounds I've ever seen of my life, dog. You did not know. AI, baby. But regardless of what, shout out to Oda. Shout out to One Piece again. 2023 was the year of One Piece breaking out of not just being the conglomerate juggernaut of Japan, but also becoming a global phenomenon thanks to the likes of the live action, the anime reaching the end of the Wano, the Gear 5th, like been so much greatness from one piece moving forward dragon ball fans we got a few pieces of news to talk about for starters the whole big celebration of dragon ball where they've been having for the last couple of years leading up to the big is the 30th or 40th anniversary of dragon ball they have a different author from shonen jump or shueisha in general drawing different volumes of dragon ball as like you know again a homage or whatnot this time around we had dragon ball volume 12 cover done by yusuke murata aka the artist of one punch man and i gotta say flat out that that looks incredible and amazing we all know that use Murata with the pen he is nice with it and this is way better than a lot of the other ones that i've seen i mean kudos to all of the authors that even you know have the opportunity to partake in this which i'm imagining when it's all said and done they're gonna have a big book that they're gonna release and probably charge an arm and a leg a big dragon ball you know anniversary art book where you could probably get all of this art and then some collected into it but yeah 
this one looks straight up fire. It's a little bit different than the original. Goku was like hanging out the window in the original. And this one, he jumped out the freaking window. But god darn it, freaking... Yeah, Murata did his thing. This looks so good. So, salute to Yusuke Murata. Then, Dragon Ball Super Artist shares new Ultra Instinct Goku sketch. Dragon Ball Super is preparing to kick off the next era of its manga release in 2024. After a year of readapting a movie that we all saw in theaters. Yay. And the artist behind it all shared a special sketch of Ultra Instinct sign Goku to help celebrate. Dragon Ball Super officially brought the manga's arc adapting the events of the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie to an end with the release of Chapter 100 this month. Yay. And while there was no concrete tease of what's coming next, it's far from the end of the Dragon Ball Super manga as it's plans for a big future to come in 2024. To help celebrate Dragon Ball Super Chapter 100 of the manga hitting the pages of Shueisha's V-Jump magazine and the release of Ultra Instinct Sign Goku as an unlockable character in the Dragon Ball Legends mobile game. Yeah, that's another thing. I actually recently got back on Legends and I saw that they had the image on the front of it. I thought that was really, really dope of them. Dragon Ball Super manga artist Toyotaro shared a special new sketch of Ultra Instinct Goku together with a video of the process in which the artist shows off how he brings Goku to life on the page. And yeah, the art looks incredible. To be honest with you, I didn't realize that that was the sign for him. I legit, because from afar, it looks grayish, the hair. Maybe I'm colorblind, I don't know. But uh, yeah, when I first saw it, I thought that was straight up Ultra Instinct. But my god, man, that... That looks incredible. And salute to them putting that in Dragon Ball Legends. Like, yo, he just like, cool, let's throw that in there. Like, that is freaking awesome. Shoutouts to General Dragon Ball. And even though we had a very disappointing year of the manga, being honest, coming from the Granola the Survivor arc that had so many cool moments and whatnot to this. Like, eh, wasn't what we wanted. But nevertheless, it looks like moving forward, Chapter 101 and beyond, ideally should be some stuff that we do want. And Toyotaro's like, hey, I know... <laughs> We, we didn't give you much of anything this last year, but here's a sketch. Why not? And while we're on the topic of art from big popular series, uh, Naruto shares a special Boruto art for the holidays. Naruto's still going strong over 20 years after the anime first premiered around the world, and now the franchise is closing out the year with some special new Boruto franchise art for the holiday season. Although the anime first premiered over two decades ago, it's been one of the most successful anime launches ever, with it even ranking as the most searched anime in 25 years with Google. Masashi Kishimoto's franchise has been successfully running in some form since that original manga run, with Shueisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine coming to an end, so it's hard to think of a world without some kind of new Naruto release. That's facts. Like, you can hate on Boruto all you want, but it's still technically the Naruto world, and you see a lot of Naruto characters in the story, so... Yeah, it's crazy. Story has not only continued through the releases such as Boruto Naruto Next Generations and its own time skip sequel, Boruto 2 Blue Vortex, but the original anime is toting a comeback of its own that's currently in the works for a release sometime in 2024. Could be 2025, who knows? With everything that has happened with the franchise in 23, Naruto is closing things out strong for the year with some special new art, highlighting many of the happy family scene in Boruto Naruto Next Generations for the holidays, which you could check it out right here and i believe yeah this is pre time skip this was in uh happier days so to speak for the characters let's see here at the very tippy top at the upper right hand corner we have okay so that's orochimaru's family you got orochimaru you have the older mitsuki clone you got mitsuki with a little cat there and then you got jugo suigetsu and karin all together i love it like if they're a big old happy family huh the creep orochimaru yeah right on uh and then on the side there you got which is weird i'm looking at it like i'm going in order like if i'm reading a manga but 
Sarada, Sakura, and Sasuke. Sasuke with the drip. He kind of looks a little bit like Black Butler now that I think of it. But salute to Sasuke. And they're only giving us the one eye. Like, hey, he only got one eye left. You know what I'm saying? Sakura, happy as ever. She got her Sasuke-kun. And this is Sarada before the epic upgrades that Two Blue Vortex is slowly installing. Then we got the Shikamaru family. Shikamaru, Shikadai, and Tamari. Uh, yeah, I, I always say Shikadai clone of his father pretty much to a certain degree. Uh, then you got in happier days before he became a complete POS. We got Naruto's family with Kawaki included. We got Boruto again pre-time skip. Hinata so with a mustache. Oh my god. That, that's crazy. This is the official art of Naruto with a mustache. I mean, I guess it's technically fake. He's supposed to be like Santa Claus, but that's hilarious. I need Naruto with a mustache. Like, somebody please do a fan art of it. Full on. Yeah, I want to see it. Uh, then you got Himawari uh, fixing Kawaki's tie. And Kawaki being there just feels wrong at this point. Considering everything we know about Kawaki and what he goes off to do is like, get him out of there. Ain't no jingle bells for that mama. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing with me. Uh, then to the right of them, we have uh, the Gara household. We got Gara, Konkuro, and oh, I can't remember his name. Shinky, Shinky, Shinky. We have them there, which it's very, very interesting. Which it pretty much looks okay, cool. I mean, at the end of the day, Konkuro's the uncle, Gara's brother, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm hoping to see more of Shinky in the uh, probably the anime. The manga is probably not going to really focus in. Uh, then we got Choji's wife. Padui! Hey, I totally didn't just look that up. Yeah! And Chocho looks a little bit slimmer there. Salute to Chocho. Why not? Uh, then last but not least, we have the Sai household. Ino, Sai, and Inojin. I've said it many occasions, and I'll say it one more time. I think Inojin is the least uh, interesting and just the most bland character of the next generation of Boruto. I mean, he looks like a creator character that like some 10 year old made I'm, I'm gonna just be honest with you i know the no gene hate is strong but it is what it is and, and hey you know looks very happy with her walmart brand sasuke sigh you know <laughs> that's terrible i'm sorry i'm sorry but yeah salute to the breakdown that i just did of this boruto art and in general hopefully next year boruto anime returns or if not that's okay but i wouldn't mind the anime returning already i'm, I'm ready for some more of it moving forward we have reports of the anime that were the most top trending of 2023 says here anime report breaks down the top trending shows of 2023 a report from x have revealed japan's top trending anime of 2023 so essentially this is supposedly the biggest trends over on x aka twitter of anime throughout the year the year is almost over and that means all eyes on the horizon there are some major releases on deck for 2024 and the anime industry is prepared to roll them all out of course, there's still work to do on the 2023 slate as fans are going through their top titles. And now, a new report has gone live dictating the top trending anime of the year. The information comes from X, aka Twitter, Japan, as it broke down its trending topics. From politics to pop culture, everything was broken down for fans including the top trending anime titles so if you want to check out the list you can check it below and some of the most popular trending titles over there was one gundam the witch of mercury so you can tell already that that's japan like shout out to gundam there's many many gundam fans around the world but that's not a big one over here i i didn't hear not one 
peep of the Witch of Mercury Gundam, okay? So that's straight up, you can tell, Japan. Next on the list, 100% believable, of course, globally, this thing has been exploding over the last few years, Jujutsu Kaisen, especially with season two, everybody and their mama have been like, oh my god, it's so great, it's amazing. So I have no doubt in my mind that that's one of them. I would actually be shocked and questioning the validity of this thing if it didn't have Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Shibuya Incident, Gojo... Like, come on, son. So, yeah, that definitely was supposed to be in there. Uh, Free Aaron Beyond Journey's End, aka So So No Free Aaron. Um, yeah, I expected it. it definitely had a big boost. As a matter of fact, now that I think of it, yeah, with the manga sales, the top selling manga of the week, uh, the back catalog has been going crazy for it. So, probably it's been a little bit more tamer in the West in comparison to Japan. But yeah, Free Aaron has been pretty freaking popular this year. So, salute to that. Attack on Titan, that's dope that in its final year, final run of the anime it went out with a bang of people really talking about it i mean every time a new season of attack on titan came out it was like the whole community got together to deliberate on was Aaron doing some shithead moves this season what happened so yeah i don't doubt that and oshinoko yeah i'm not surprised on that one either like uh, the top selling manga the back catalog of it was going crazy people were talking about it so yeah i mean outside of gundam this list looks legit and again i'm not trying to shit on gundam it's just i ain't see not one peep of gundam and gundam isn't as popular even close outside of Japan to its you know Japanese counterpart as you can see the list of top trending titles from Japan is telling we can see what the domestic anime market thought of the 2023 slate and it turns out Mobile Suit Gundam came on top the franchise returned this past year with the witch from Mercury the first full canon addition to Gundam since Iron-Blooded Orphans went live so if you doubted the show's reputation think again again I want to say that that's Japan there's no way that you know I get it the if that is a part of the Universal Century timeline which is like the canonical stuff of Gundam that like you know there's a full-on story that's been going on for many years stemming from the original 0079 Gundam yeah I could see people being excited but I just in the west Gundam is not as popular like it, it's popular like I don't want people to think like oh I'm shitting on it or that I don't understand its popularity I get it Gundam Wing was huge over here Gundam Double O there's been many Gundams that people have gone crazy over it's just it's more than Jujutsu Kaisen more than Attack on Titan not outside of Japan, nah, nah. As for the other picks, two familiar titles were listed in Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan. The rest of the list was rounded out with new anime adaptations. Oshinoko went live with a stunning season at the start of 2023, and Free Aaron just kicked off the winter season. The adventure anime is already making waves, so it seems like 2023 was solid from start to finish. Now the race is on for 2024, so fans should go ahead and get their watch list ready before the new year and hey maybe we should check out Gundam maybe there's something to that one and I'm just talking out my behind maybe fans knew like no this is the one they got it right maybe moving forward in case you don't know who Takahiko Inoue is he is a manga artist that has created some god tier manga some of the most successful manga at that he's the creator of Slam Dunk and maybe in the west you don't understand just the level of success that Slam Dunk has had. But I want to say it sold like 300 million copies of its manga. Like just this year alone. It was one of the top selling manga of the year. Mind you the manga ended like I don't know a decade or two ago. A couple of decades ago. You know it's been over for a long time. And one movie came out and fans went nuts and bought so much of the manga. I think what was it close to like 5 million copies of the manga sold. Yeah Slam Dunk is huge. But he's also done other stuff. He's done Vagabond with which hopefully one day he goes back and finishes. But Vagabond, in my opinion, is one of the best art I've ever seen in any manga ever. 
period. The most detailed is just like I, I sometimes question like, yo, this Takahiko Noe dude, he's real? Like, yo, you created what? This shit looks every single page looks like a portrait that took a freaking decade to draw. But he came out recently and spoke on a couple of things on what he's really, you know, most concentrated on and what to expect from the man in the coming years. So let's take a look. Movie Awards director Takahiko Inoue's Vagabond will be made into a movie. It's a matter of restarting the serialization, right? Wait a minute, what? Hold on. Uh, I didn't hear about this one. And mind you, this is, I think, from like Yahoo Japan. But let's take a look. 36 Nikon Sports Film Awards, Yujiro Isha, blah, 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 blah. Okay. There's a photo of homie. He's holding a basketball. Again, I think he also has a series called Real, which is another basketball title. Hiko Inoue, 56, director and manga artist, celebrates holding a shield and a bouquet of flowers. The first slam dunk, an animated film based on the original work, and his first directorial role won the Yujiro Ishihara Award. It was a record-breaking hit with domestic box office revenue of 15.73 billion yen and global box office revenue of 39 billion yen, including in China and South Korea, and director Inoue received the newcomer award what is 39 billion yen that is 276 million seven hundred forty thousand one hundred dollars so nearly 300 no freaking way globally it almost made 300 million oh my god the disgusting levels of success for this man salute Salute! The Yujiro Ishihara Award will receive 3 million yen. 2023 was a historic year for the Japanese basketball world. The men's team achieved the record three wins at the World Cup, securing a spot at next summer's Paris Olympics. Mr. Inoue, who was watching the World Cup in Okinawa, said, When we won the game that decided to qualify for the Olympics against Cape Verde, it was over, and I was like, Wow! The Zero Sense was playing. I wonder what this was. I was jumping up and down and got a little goosebumps, he said excitedly. At the beginning of the ninth volume of the manga Slam Dunk is the author's comment. I want to see the Japanese team participate in the Olympics. If the children who started playing basketball after reading Slam Dunk grew up and did it, I would cry. It's crazy. Again, Slam Dunk was quite a while ago. Those kids are the ones playing basketball right now and are probably the ones. That's nuts. It became a hot topic among fans. Mr. Inoue said, hey, it's true, and then laughed. Well, actually, I wasn't crying. I was smiling from ear to ear. Slam Dunk was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from 1990 to 1996. Yeah, it was almost 30 years ago. And is a national hit manga that has sold over 120 million copies. Okay, I don't know where I got 300 million. Over 120 million copies. Still crazy for a basketball story. Although his influence on the basketball world is a measure, and I want to be clear, it's because sports series up until Slam Dunk really weren't big sellers. So to be at 120 million, I think that's either more or close to exactly where Bleach is at. And Bleach with one of the big three. Although his influence on the basketball world is immeasurable, contributing greatly to the number of players and popularity, he humbly said, no, that's not the case. There are many people who are working hard to do it. I think of the mountain of players as having a base and a top. Now the top is producing results, and if that happens, the base will expand as well. I feel like Japanese basketball is on a really good path, he said with a smile. Due to the huge success of this work, there are some people who are hoping for another film to be made with a character other than Ryota Miyagi as the main character, or for another film by Mr. Inoue such as Real or Vagabond to be made into a movie. Is it going to be made into a movie? Before making it into a movie, they're telling me to restart serialization of Vagabond, right? Yeah, that would be nice. You know what I'm saying? Get back on it. Although Real has resumed serialization, he said with a weary smile, the pace of publication has been extremely slow, and I feel sorry for that. In the lead-up to the Paris Olympics, Japan's basketball fever continues to rise. How will you be involved in basketball in the future? Manga is my job, after all. For now, I want to do Real and Vagabond. Right now, I want to support everyone at the Paris Olympics. I'm really looking forward to it. I guess that's natural. Ha ha ha. As a manga artist and a fan, the sparkle in his eyes that makes him think about basketball is pure purity. 
Takehiko, born January 12, 1967 at Kagoshima Prefecture, debuted as a manga artist in 1988 with the work Kaede Purple, which won the 35th Tezuka Prize. He began serializing Vagabond in Morning Kodansha in 98 and Real, a series about wheelchair basketball and Weekly Young Jump in 99. He established the Slam Dunk Scholarship in 2006. The first Slam Dunk, Ryota Miyagi, a point guard from Shohoku who was born and raised in Okinawa, becomes obsessed with basketball following in the footsteps of his older brother who is three years older and a famous player in his hometown. He is now a second year high school student and is about to challenge the inter-high champion Sano Kogyo with Sakuragi, Rukawa, Akagi, and Mitsui. Yujiro Ishihara Award Selection Process. Yujiro believes that a director looks at the whole person and makes a film by looking at the staff without distinguishing between actors or voice actors. This time, it became popular in China and overseas as well. Reiko Kawachi, recognized as a hit both domestically and internationally, it outbid Godzilla 1.0 in the first round of voting and won a majority of votes. Director Shinsuke Sato, who won the Ishihara Yujiro Award for Kingdom 2 to the Distant Earth last year, everyone in the audience was surprised by this innovative work which can only be seen once every few years and the original work. This work has awakened not only fans of the movie, but also fans who have felt a bit stagnant about movies these days. The fusion of the power of images, image movement, and sound came to fruition in a new form of entertainment not seen in recent years. I was reminded once again that director Takahiko Inoue, who has continued to draw pictures, was actually able to continue to draw movement and sound. I believe that this work, which created the excitement of changing the world from Japan, was also ideal for the ideals of this award. Congratulations on winning the award. Congratulations to Yumi Kawai and Takehiko Inoue who won the Newcomer Award last year for Plan 75, Winter Rose, A Certain Man, and I Want to Be Killed by a High School Girl. What the hell? <laughs> what? Even for me who was born in 2000, Slam Dunk was a must-read when I was on the basketball team in middle school. I think it's truly wonderful that this film, directed by himself and a work that continues to be loved by generations, has brought enthusiasm to Japan in a new way. I humbly offer my congratulations. With the coronavirus calming down, among the many films that were waiting to be screened, the First Slam Dunk, which won the 36th Yujiro Ishihara Award, is said to have caused a slam dunk sensation in China and Korea as well. Uh, Takehiko Inoue also received the Newcomer Award. Although it's a popular manga, it is a wonderful work that allows you to fully feel the spirit of the director and the people involved who dare to make it into a movie even after the passage of time and the belief that they should not give up. Last but not least, I would like to wish all the award winners continued success and further development of the film industry. Ishihara Music Published Company Director, Honorary Chairman, Makiko Ishihara. So yes, that was definitely a bit of a lengthy read, but it's dope to see a little bit more of, you know, some of the other creators. Again, <laughs> Slam Dunk, one of the highest selling manga of all time. It's movie, you know, doing gangbusters of numbers. It's just, it's been a good time to be a Slam Dunk fan. And I actually recently just started watching Slam Dunk a few months back. I think I saw like 10 or 15 episodes and it's pretty good. It's it's all right. I mean, it's not as a wowed me yet per se, but you could imagine at the time that it came out in the early to mid '90s, this revolutionized things. Like there was no Kuroko, there was no Blue Lock. It was Slam Dunk. And again, salute to Takiko Inoue because not only he made Slam Dunk, then he went on to make something that I didn't realize what real was all about. About it actually having special needs people participating in basketball. Like that's even more dope. And of course, Vagabond, one of the best looking manga ever. Period. Like Takiko Inoue. Yeah, anytime you want to resume serialization on Vagabond, people would really, really be happy. Moving forward, apparently we have two separate lists of the most 
sold manga for female readers and most sold manga for male readers in 2023. That's interesting. We get to get a little insight into, especially if you maybe you don't have that many female manga friends or whatnot, manga heads. Let's see what they were into and then we'll go into the male one as well. Although male one is usually the majority anyway. You know, One Piece, JJK and all that. But we'll, we'll take a look. Let's see. Uh, number 10, Shukinko Niki. Never heard of it. Urawashi no Suki no Yoi. Never heard of it. Ashita. I'm probably going to say that for a lot of them. So let me stop. Ashita wa watashi dareka no konojo. Uh, number eight. Number seven. Namaiki Zakari. Okay. Number six. Yubisaki to Renren. A sign of affection. I think I heard of that one. Number five. Mystery to Iunakare. Is that Lunakare? Luna I, I, I think I've heard of that one. That one's pretty popular. Number four. Honey Lemon Soda. Definitely seen that on the charts. Number three. Loving Yamarakuna level 9999. Okay. Definitely heard of that one. Number two. Kusuriya no Hitori Goto, the Apothecary Diaries. I definitely heard of that one. And at number one, Akatsuki no Yona, which I've seen a lot of fandom of that over on Twitter as well. Very interesting list. Honestly, the latter half, like from six to ten, I don't really know any of those titles. But from five up, I'm pretty much familiar with, at the very least, I've heard of most of them, mainly due to checking out the rankings of sales. But I've heard of them. This is what the, the ladies of manga fandom are into. And for the men... I'm not surprised, honestly, by this list. Number 10, One Piece, Color Edition. 9, Detective Conan, Salute to Conan. 8, My Hero Academia. 7, Ao Ashi. 6, Oshinoko. Really? Oshinoko for the men? Down bad, huh? <laughs> Number 5, Tokyo Revengers. 4, Blue Lock. 3, Jujutsu Kaisen. 2, One Piece. 1, Kingdom. Salute to Kingdom. Yeah, the male one. Aside from Oshinoko and maybe Ao Ashi, because you never really hear people talking too much about that one, I'm not surprised by the list at all. In fact, it's kind of, I don't know if I'd say sad or weird that One Piece is on there twice, one of the regular series and one of the color edition. Like, yeah, boys will be boys, I guess, huh? Isn't that the common saying, even though I'm not a fan of that saying? But moving forward, Tokyo Revenger fans. Apparently, Tokyo Revenger's last mission games released has been delayed to February 2024. JBC Kenwood and Victor Entertainment announced on Friday that the Tokyo Revengers last mission game will launch for PS5, PS4, Switch, iOS, Android, and on PC via DMM Games in February 2024. The game was originally slated to launch winter 2023. Pre-registration is available now for the iOS, Android, and DMM Games version. I ain't gonna lie, if it's a dope game, I wouldn't mind getting it for the PS5, even if I had to import it. Although... I don't know, considering it's, it sounds like it's a, like a mobile game that they're just like, hey, let's put it on the consoles. It might not be that great. Like I bought the Dragon Quest game that was recently released on, it was digitally released in the West. I actually purchased a physical from PlayAsia and it's not a great game. I'm having a little bit of fun with it, but it's not a great game. So I don't know, maybe maybe I might hold off on purchasing the physical of it. The game will be free to play with in-game purchases and will tackle the main time loop story of Ken Wakui's original manga and yeah, they got like an image of it. Honestly, I'll probably just, uh, what you would call it. Maybe if I get an opportunity to play the mobile thing. Yeah, I, I'm not going to import it. Yeah, I like Tokyo Avengers, but yeah, a lot of these are just cash grabs when they put them on consoles. It sounds like, oh, console. Then you see the game and you're like, oh, keep it. Move forward, Spy Family fans. Spy X Family Code White Film opens at number one in Japan with 1.2 billion yen. For those that care, I've actually been watching a lot of Spy Family lately. I had left off midway through season one of the anime like i don't know a year and a half ago or something whenever it was airing 
airing initially the first season and i actually been catching up with it and having a blast i dare say that right now of the anime that i'm watching which is very slim pickings i'd say spy family is my favorite i'm just having so much fun with this wholesome little enjoyable story the spy family code white anime film debuted number one in the japanese box office in its opening weekend film sold 866,000 tickets and earned 1.2 billion yen about 8.6 million dollars in its first three days the film opened i expect it well first three days eight million i'm curious to see what the total is for the the opening weekend and the opening week because I said for a hot minute now that I think that this could be like doing in the ballpark. I'm not going to say exactly because that was an anomaly, but doing something crazy like Demon Slayer. And I'd imagine, I think Demon Slayer did like three or four times that amount in it. So let me, let's take a quick peek so we could do a comparison sake of what Demon Slayer Mugen Train did uh, opening weekend for its movie. And then we'll see, is it on par? Is it even close? Let's have a look. Uh, well... Yeah, no, no, no. Upon its release, Demon Slayer Mugen Train did $44 million, the fastest to gross 10 billion yen. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're not doing Demon Slayer, but I still think that this will probably do like $100 million plus, especially globally. Like anybody, any family, anybody could go watch this movie. So it's not, yeah, it's closer to like 10 million, which is great, but yeah, let's not get carried away with putting it up against Mugen Train. The film opened in Japan last Friday. The film is an all-new work with an original story. Crunchyroll will screen the film in North America in 2024 and describes the story as, he's a spy, she's an assassin. Together, Lloyd and Yor keep their double lives to themselves while pretending to be the perfect family. However, their adopted daughter, Anya, a telepath, knows both of their exciting secrets unbeknownst to them. While under the guise of taking his family on a weekend winter getaway, Lloyd's attempt to make progress on his current mission, Operation Strix, proves difficult when Anya mistakenly gets involved and triggers events that threaten world peace. Uh, 110% whenever they bring that to the West, I'm going to watch it. And I'm bringing my daughter. And we're going to have, I think, a pretty good time. Because, yeah, Spy Family is just its that type of series. Anybody can watch it. Anybody can enjoy it. And it's pretty wholesome. Moving forward, I'm not sure how many fans of this are out there. But I do know that this had a little bit of a fan base over here at the very least. I knew a few people that were into it. Servamp manga has ended with its 23rd volume. The 21st compiled book volume of Strike Tanaka's Servamp manga revealed on Monday that the manga will end with its 23rd volume. The 22nd and 23rd volumes will release next year. The manga entered its climax in its 20th volume. Seven Seas Entertainment publishes the manga in North America. And yeah, like I've known a couple of people that were into it and I heard it was pretty good. So, uh... All good things must come to an end. Even you guys, Servamp. Yeah. Hey. And something pretty cool for fans of Akira Amano, aka the creator of Katekyo Hitman Reborn. Uh, her latest work, Ron Komonohashi, at the very least, his anime adaptation has seen some significant success. And I do want to watch that one. I got to watch that. Uh, Ron Komonohashi's Forbidden Deductions anime confirms second season and before we even continue as a matter of fact let's just read this and then i'll get to it karakawa confirmed on monday that the anime of akira models ron komonohashi deranged detective manga will get a second season the currently airing season had previously been noted as the first season of the anime and yeah i will say that i think that this is pretty freaking awesome for akira amato considering her last work it did get animated but the first season i think nobody really cared and it never got renewed for another season i'm pretty sure and i didn't like i saw the first episode and i was like oh 
oh, this is bad, this is bad. So to hear that Ron Komonohashi was successful enough to get another season, I'm interested. I think I had read a bit of Chapter 1 a while back, and I thought it was okay-ish, but I never followed up with it. So I want to go check that out because Akira Mano is awesome, and I loved Kotekyo Himeru more. And in fact, anytime y'all want to do a remake of it, I'm here for it. You know, I, I want to hear that. Reborn, which y'all yeah, better get the voice actor, the original voice actor for Reborn. Better return. Hell, bring Suna's original voice actor as well because I, oh, they, they were great. But if all else fails, if you got to get rid of every voice actor, there's only one that you need to retain. And that's the voice actress that plays Reborn. Everybody else, you know, take them or leave them. That actress has to return. I know that's a side note we're talking, Ron Komodohashi, but... Shout out to Akira Mano. Then for fans of the Ajin manga, Ajin Demi-Human creator Sakurai Gamon will start a new sci-fi military action manga series titled The Pool in Good Afternoon Issue 3, 2024, out February 7th. Sci-fi action about a space soldier squad receiving a distress signal from an abandoned mining facility where they soon have to face dangerous creatures in a battle of survival. And while I was not a fan of the Ajin anime, like that was early on when they were trying to start rolling out 3d cg as being like yo this is a new anime but you should get excited even if it's 3d cgi it didn't really look that great it was nowhere close to like the advancements that we've had with 3d cg like dragon ball superhero and stuff like that cg that i can rock with ajin cg was just well but the manga because i did read like a handful of chapters of the manga that was pretty awesome so may want to look into the next manga that this author has going on then we're going to do a quick flash round of some stories that we got here and just little tidbits of things that i wanted to cover real quick uh for starters the birthday of the author of tokyo ghoul and chojin x creator sui shida uh just passed i think it was december 27th or the 28th his Otomo Performing Arts School game, Jack John, received an English release in 2023. The Tokyo Ghoul Reanime is celebrating its fifth year anniversary this year. Anytime y'all want to do a remake, I'm just saying we will totally be okay with it. We want that remake. Shout out to Suishida though. Uh, then Kingdom Anime Season 5 has a new trailer. Uh, air date January 6th by Piro and Signpost. It's crazy to see Piro like, yo, Black Clover. So what happened to P yo what is studio puro doing let's just look real real quickly oh <laughs> bleach styles here in blood war that's where all their focus is in and i ain't mad at that at all like yeah i'm bummed there's no you know what i'm saying boruto whatnot but them giving all the attention to bleach styles here in blood war bleach deserves it so yeah i take back my frustrations with puro and my confusion with like what are they doing like they're doing bleach and okay we got a little time let's get this kingdom anime out so I ain't mad at Piro. Like, do, do the Bleach thing. Do, do the Bleach thing. Then, uh, we got some sales updates for a few prominent series. Witch Hat Atelier. I never know how to pronounce that. By Kamome Shirahama. Has 5 million copies in circulation worldwide. Uh, I believe I read the first volume. I, I have the first volume of this. And it was alright. It was decent. The art was amazing. Uh, Sakamoto Days by Yuto Suzuki has reached 4.3 million copies in circulation with 15 volumes. Well, that's a pretty good showing. Almost 5 million. Not too bad. And I say that like in comparison to Shonen Jump stuff. I recognize that selling 4 million copies of any book is phenomenal. want to be clear on that. Uh, Ice Shield 21 by Richiro Inagaki and Yusuke Murata has reached 26 million copies in circulation with 37 volumes. That's another classic series that doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, then we also got Kinukiman Perfect Origin TV anime got a new preview. The series will serve as a sequel to the original anime. It's scheduled to broadcast in 2020. And honestly, I think that's a mistake that it is a sequel to the old anime. Like, so are you just betting on like some old fogies to come and check that out? Like, you know, I'm, I've been into anime for a long time and I watch some, but even I don't really have 
interest in Kinukuman, and I'm sure there's a fandom out there that are going to check it out, but it's strange that why not reboot it? I mean, yeah, reboot everything else. It would be interesting to jump into Kinukuman if it was a reboot, but it being a sequel to the anime from back in the days, I don't know about that, my lord. But enough of all that, let's take it to the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. We start off with Gege Akutami, the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen. I just wanted Borsalino and did the gacha machine five times and ended up with all four admirals. That's funny. Into One Piece stuff. Shoutouts to Gege. Uh, Blue Box, Kojimira. Merry Christmas. It's the day to eat cake. Cake! Undead Unlux, Yoshifumi Tozuka. For the first time, I did half the work digitally. Is it okay? The lines aren't invisible, right? It's good? That's interesting. I didn't know that they were doing analogs still. Uh, two on Ice, Elk Itsumo. This year's Nationals end on Christmas Eve, and today is an exhibition match. Check them out on TV. Dr. Stone, Richiro Inagaki. The fourth season of the anime has been announced. It'll be running to the happy ending at full speed, so please give it a watch. And also, Boichi, the artist, said, I'm sad it's over. I want to draw more. To Inagaki Sensei and the readers, thank you so much. That leads me to believe that it wasn't their choice, or at the very least, it wasn't Boichi's choice to end Dr. Stone. If you're sad and you that it's over and you want to draw more, it means that they wanted to keep going. Probably the higher-ups was like, it's not, it's not flying off the shelves. Let's just end this and let the anime rock. So that's unfortunate. I feel like that's a telltale sign that Dr. Stone did not end on the manga-cause accord, but the higher-ups said, Mm. Uh, but salute to Boichi, one of the best artists out there. Sakamoto and Richiro Inagaki, the writer of Dr. Stone. I want to give all the props. Sakamoto Days Yuto Suzuki, the entering Belleville scene in Final Fantasy X is super cool. Love the wire sliding. Eichiro Oro, One Piece. I went to the Yuming Live performance. The ability to be part of everyone's life. I felt it in my heart. Amazing. Nue's Exorcist, Kota Kawai. I ate the special beef Grakoro sandwich. I've been thinking about eating it again. My Hero Academia, Kohei Horikoshi. This series has been going on forever. <laughs> you can tell homie wants to end it. You can t To even start off, the series has been going on forever. But I still get letters from elementary and middle school students. It makes me happy. Thank you. Yeah, he's basically saying like, yo, I've been doing it forever. You would think that the audience would mainly just be like people that grew up with the series. But he's saying that there's newbie people that are getting into it, which also probably extends the series. Because like, yo, you got new fans, man. You should keep it going for a while longer. Like stretch out. I don't know. Have Jiro's ears be a whole arc, you know? We got Kill Blue, Tanatoshi Fujimaki, also author of Kuroko. I somehow made it through the year. Thank you so much. May everyone have a happy new year. Doesn't sound like he's having a pleasant time drawing in Shonen Jump. Shadow Eliminators, Kento Amiya. A chaotic end of the year. I'll do my best so that you can all enjoy this manga next year. Have a happy new year. Akane Banashi, Takamasa Moe. The biggest news of the year is Verdi making it into the J1 Soccer League. Next year, I want to go to Aji Stadium. Green, green, greens. Kento Terasaka. My posture has improved by sleeping on a harder surface for my naps. This is a great discovery. Interesting, interesting. Witch Watch Kento Shinohara. This year flown by. I hope next year can be just as good. Best wishes to everyone. Yo, as I'm recording this, there's a couple of days until New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I can't even believe it like while a billion things happened this year and i did so much this year at the same time it was like in the blink of an eye bro like what the hell me and roboko shuhei miyazaki i had a chance to meet my idol shimabu sensei he was wearing a leader badge the elusive samurai yusei matsui thank you for all the support this year i hope to work harder next year to bring even more clarity to the nanbokucho era Kagrabachi's Takeru Hokazono. With my shower running out of hot water, I started going to the public bath. It feels good to walk around at night. Homie walking around butt ass in the shower. <laughs> like, yo, I'm Kagura botching in the shower, bro. 
Mission Yozago to Family Hitsuji Gandaira. I missed out on going to the mineral show this year, so I'm going to start coming up with a stone list for next year. Mamayuyu Yoshihiko Hayashi. I was thinking a good slogan is Bond Curry is good no matter how you make it, but is there another way besides just heating it up? Marshall Master Asumi by Kawada. Volume 2 releases 1-4 in Japan. I did my best on it, so please go check it out. Wishing everyone a happy new year. I always appreciate when authors do that. Like, yo, you're taking marketing into your own hands and telling people, yo, the volume's coming. Go get it. I, I respect it. And last but not least, Cypher Academy's Nisio Eason. I had so many doubts when I started, but I've made it this far thanks to all of you. Thank you so much. And if you're last in the rankings... I don't know, fam. That next serialization meeting might be crucial, but either way, salute to all the authors for making 2023 a more enjoyable world for all the fans of manga out there. Salute to y'all, and uh, best of luck to 2024 to all of you guys. But we shall close this episode off with my favorite segment, courtesy of Jotes underscore Care, providing the list of the top 50 best-selling manga this week. And coming in at number 50 is the latest volume of My Hero Academia, volume 39. In 46 days, it has sold 573,897 copies with 13.5 this week. Uh, number 49, this manga that is back catalog has been blowing up. Uh, Kusuriya no Hitori Goto, volume 5. In 1,600 days, it's done 788,000 copies. Uh, so, so no free errand. I'm imagining that means a new volume came out. If this is a volume 12 limited edition, 13.8. Uh, so, so no free errand, volume 7, volume 4, volume 3, volume 9, 8. Gosh, darn it. And volume 5, all doing about 14K a piece. And then at 41, another Hitori Goto volume, volume 4. Uh, and... 1,757 days, 811,000 copies. I want to check it out just to see why is this thing blowing up. But salute to them. Then places 40 through 31. More so, so no free errand. Volume 6 and 10 doing about 14.2 and 14.3 apiece. Uh, this week, let's see. Hitori Goto box set volumes 1 through 3 in 97 days, 155,000 copies. Uh, so, so no free errand volume 2. And 1154 days, 835,000 copies. Shangri-La Frontier, Volume 16, Limited Edition. In three days, 14.8. Yo, at some given point, they need to start providing the digital sales. Because, yo, sales is, like, astronomically low in comparison to previous years this year. Like, 2023 is a year of noticeably, like, post-pandemic. Sales of manga, at least physical, that we can see, are down drastically they need to provide the digital sales so we can really get an understanding of what's popular and what's not i'm just saying obviously it's a little bit more difficult because i think digital sales the only people that have access to that are the publishers themselves so yeah we need to figure something there though because it's like come on dog there's, there's a whole market that is not being accounted for. Uh, then at number 31 is another so so no fair in volume 11 and 90 i think that's the latest one uh or Maybe second to latest if there's a new one. 94 days, 476k copies. Then places 30 through 21. We got Sosa No Freire in Volume 1. In 1200 days, 919,000. Almost a million. Kingdom Volume 70 in 31 days, 520k. With 16 this week. Shout out to Kingdom as always. Uh, Osama Ranking. Okay, Volume 18 in 6 days, 17.3. Shout out to that anime, bro. I love the ranking of king's anime that was so good i, I haven't checked out the whatever that I, I don't think it was season two i think it was like some shorts or bonus stories that they made an anime out of but yeah shout outs to ranking of king such a great first season uh then kimetsu gakuin volume five in 14 days 67.6 k a little chibi manga doing all that in a couple of weeks uh volume three of goku rakugai in 14 days 71k i 
believe I started reading that one a while back. I want to get back into it. Uh, Blue Box, Balding 13, 14 days, 90K. Yeah, that'll be a big one once it gets in. Well, it's already a big one. It'll probably explode more once it gets in anime. I think it's a sports romance series. Uh, yeah, shown in romance sports. Boom. Jujutsu Kaisen, Balding 24, 75 days, 1.2 million. Uh, I don't know, 18.5 this week. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Oshino Ko, Volume 13 in 31 days, 353. Not bad at all. Let's go to places 20 through 11. Let's see here. We got, uh, what manga is this? Shikakumo no Saikyo Kenja, Volume 25. Why not? In 6 days, 19K. Uh, One Piece, Volume 107 in 46 days, 1,444,000. Yo, okay, wait. Did that come out at the same time? As that Jujutsu Kaisen? No, no, okay, the different releases. I was just about to do a comparison, but shout-outs to One Piece. <laughs> Yo, uh, 1.4 million from a series from 97. Crazy, crazy. Uh, place 18, The Summer Hikaru Died, Volume 4, in 14 days, 89.7K. Oh, Gokushu Fudo. I forgot what the American name is, or American, the uh, English Western name of it. Uh, volume 3, in 10 days, 40K. Not bad at all. Uh, Dragon Ball Super. Volume 22 and 14 days, 111.2. Who bought that? Like, I guess they were on the money that they could have lazied out. They didn't have to take any risks this year because in two weeks, over 100K for a readaptation of a movie from like over a year ago. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it at all. Like, the movie's great and all that. I didn't need a full on year of readapting it. I'm not sorry. Blue Lock, Volume 27, Limited Edition, in three days, 25.3K. Uh, Iroma-kun episode of Mafia Volume 1 in 11 days, 81.2. Not bad, not bad. Uh, and Shangri-La Frontier Volume 16 in 3 days, 33.7K. Salute to that series. Uh, then we got Top 10, Top 10, Top 10. Uh, at number 10, Iroma-kun Volume 35 in 11 days, 121K. Boom. Uh, Chainsaw Man Volume 16 in 14 days, 232k with 51.6 this week. Yeah, the sales have gone down for Chainsaw Man. I don't know if those translated to digital sales. Maybe a lot of those people they started buying digital manga, but yeah, Chainsaw Man has uh, dropped significantly over the last few, pretty much since like uh, a few volumes into Part Two. It's it's not doing what it was at its height. Uh, Kaiju Number Eight, another one as well. In 14 days, 240k, which again these are great immense sales but i remember kaiju number eight doing like 400 500 000 week one to now in 55 days 240 the anime is approaching that might change things drastically uh so so no fear in volume 12 60.1 what is the it doesn't say a time span but salute to so so no fear zatch bell 2 volume 3 in three days 87.2k considering this author tried a couple of series in between zatch bell 1 and this and most of them didn't really sell well I'm sure this author is jumping in the air like, I made the right choice to do a part two. Let's go. Uh, shout out to Zatch Bell. <laughs> uh, Blue Lock, volume 27, the latest volume of the series in three days, 93K. Not bad at all. Uh, great, actually. Uh, and at one and two, what the hell is this? Dungeon Meshi, volumes 13 and 14, occupy the first and second spots on the list with both of them doing roughly 130,000 apiece in three days. What series? I've never even... Have I heard of this? Okay. Alrighty. Uh, something maybe to check out. The cover for volume 13 looks pretty interesting. I've never heard of this. But yeah, people, that's all I have for this episode of Forever News. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. I'm Tim. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you just watched another episode of Forever News.
Be sure to subscribe and hit that bell and check out my album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt, out now on all streaming platforms. Yeah! And also, if I don't see you until next year, have an awesome holiday, new year, and yeah, let's go into 2024 and make it the best year possible. Let's have nothing but wins and all of that good stuff. Well, you gotta balance it. It can't just be all wins. But yeah, have a great new year. Uh, see you next year, I guess. Peace and action. Maybe you can see when I'm moving. Never can I lie to the beauty. Never can I have what I'm doing. Maybe our love is a movie. Maybe our love is a movie. Maybe our love is a movie. Never can I have.